Breaking the Period Taboo. Women in Sport. A Beat Sports Spotlight. So far, we have heard from athletes, coaches and parents as we embark on a journey to normalise periods and make the monthly cycle a little more bearable for all. There is a massive amount of research taking place across the globe in an attempt to learn more about the menstrual cycle and how we can tailor that to an athlete. Andy McGeever is two years into his PhD and began with a systematic review of sleep performance. What we found within that review is that one, the, the quality of studies is low and we use the quality assessment to, to measure that. Uh, and then two, um, only one out of 32 studies actually took into account the menstrual cycle or menstrual cycle phases or like checked for menstrual regularity. Um, so there's a real gap in the literature around um, like having that kind of nearly a triangular relationship between sleep, the menstrual cycle and performance because they all can impact each other and they all have bidirectional relationships. But improvements have been made and specific breakthroughs in relation to quality sleep and athletic performance. And he highlights some of the key findings to date. Within that, we kind of found that greater sleep duration and quality is associated with things like competition ranking in events in gymnastics. It has mean apparatus score uh, kind of goes up. Then you can look at um, reaction time will go down during heavy exercise. Uh, and then if you talk about mood variables, like stress will go down uh, with higher sleep quality and duration. And obviously, then on the flip side of this, with lower sleep quality and duration, you have like a lower performance ranking. You have reaction time going up. You have uh, increase in self-reported training load and injury incidents over previous six months uh, and things of that nature. Through continuous research and dedication from committed individuals, we can obtain a variety of treatments and courses to assist in a girl's monthly cycle. We heard previously from Noel Amund about his work in Japanese martial arts, but there is another side to his story. My other background is traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture, and I would treat a lot of um, period-related ills with Chinese medicine. So I might say to my female athlete, look, if you want, you can come, you can sit with me, with your, with your mother or your father, and we can talk about what the menstrual cycle is supposed to be like, what's it like with you, and how Chinese medicine and acupuncture can help reduce these pains and make the period flow better than what it is. Because a lot of reason why there's pain is is stagnation. So yeah, I, I might have a program for training, only let them take it easy. But I might also offer if you want to do some Chinese medicine and acupuncture, and that may help alleviate problems as well. Noel speaks about the importance of aiding toward a better period flow. I have come to learn of the nature of this in a girl's monthly cycle and I can now appreciate the difficulties it can supply. We've previously heard from Brige Nolan about her work with Carlo Komogi, but with her background in physiotherapy and passion for women's health, she was keen to emphasise the importance in individual research. A lot of younger girls don't understand about their flow. So some young girls have a quite heavy flow, which means they would bleed say more than their peers other girls have a lighter flow so they might only bleed a small amount throughout the day um it's important to i suppose find sanitary products that suit you whether it's a pad whether it's a tampon whether it's a menstrual cup doing your research on it and making sure you find one that suits you and the flow that you have so if you have a heavier flow you might need to know a thicker pad you might need a more absorbent tampon and i think what happens sometimes with younger girls is they get their period and they panic and there might be a tampon or a pad at home belong to a sister or their mom, but that mightn't suit them. 
So when you first get your period, really figuring out what your flow is like and then having a stock of sanitary products that you can keep in your gear bag, in your school bags and in your room so that you know you have them at hand when you need them. Breach's passion for the topic is contagious and she went on to highlight the importance of regular check-ins with your GP and the additional issues that can arise through female hormonal health. A lot of young girls can struggle with their pelvic floor. So this is the band of muscle that holds our pelvic organs in place, um, our bladder, our uterus and our rectum. Sometimes things can crop up like constipation, um, like urinary incontinence. And this is quite a difficult thing to deal with as well. So it's definitely worth if you are struggling with things like that, whether it's chronic constipation or whether it's leaking urine, if you are exercising, that there's help out there and that you are going to speak to your GP and you are getting these things checked. Because again, that's a huge other side. In tomorrow's fifth and final episode, we will hear about endometriosis, amenorrhea and the necessity for communication. Breaking the period taboo. Women in sport. A beat sports spotlight.